Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. The kitchen. I will go to the kitchen. And although some recipes I cannot read, still I'm sure I can't do everything I need. This show, Cooking in the Dark, it is the key. He's a mighty talkative Texan. You know Cheryl, she tells him so. I know Dale Campbell would like to welcome you to this hair show. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Holy smoly guacamole! Welcome to Cooking in the Dark. This is Cheryl Cummings, and I'm going to introduce to you the man who proves to us every week that you don't need sight to cook dinner tonight, Dale Campbell. Hooray, hooray, hooray. All right, y'all. It is June, man. What happened to January, February, April, May, March? <laughs> Golly, I'm like, man, it's June. I mean, baseball season, baseball's over a third of the way over. NBA finals are on, hockey finals are on, Stanley Cup. I'm like, man, before we know it, we're going to be worried about wrapping presents for Christmas. It feels like that. The, the year it is slipping does. by. <laughs> it does. Memorial Day came and gone. I'm like, sure. man, had me some brisket and some ribs and some good stuff. In fact, a couple recipes I made we'll be making here coming up, just in case you might be doing anything on the 4th of July. You know, my neighbor across the street, he's a Boy Scout, but we made a donation to them for and helps them for their summer camp. But now for all the patriotic holidays, we get we get an American flag put in our yard for like a week. Oh, how nice. Yeah, it was cool. I'm like, man, I go, y'all don't even have to, you know, I, I appreciate the flag, but, you know, you don't have to do that. I just like help, you know, help and support the Boy Scouts, man. Mm-hmm. You know, they're good kids. They do a good job. But yeah, our wet American flag was out there waving proud and woohoo, man. <laughs> good stuff. Good stuff. So, man, y'all just got back from, went home. We, for a week. We did. It was very nice to be in our our apartment and hang out with some of our friends. Yeah, it was it was nice. What's, where's the one place you had to go eat at? What's the one food you had to have when you got home? Chowder. Chowder. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. <laughs> I get it. They just don't have chowder like you have in Seattle, do they? Well, they probably do, but we haven't found it as yet. So when we went back, really. Give us chowder. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like when I go to Missouri, when we get home from Missouri, we go get Mexican food because they've got a restaurant up there they call Tex-Mex. But, man, when they're selling, you know, serving dinner salads and stuff, uh, this isn't Tex-Mex. <laughs> <laughs> guacamole, man, guacamole, hot sauce, <laughs> chips, you know, come on, come on. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's it, man. Whenever you're away, there's always something that you kind of take for granted when you're at home. But when you get away, man, you know. Now, just on the opposite, when I go to Kansas City, I always get, you know, tenderloins. Mm-hmm. We don't have those down here in Houston. Don't know why, but maybe I need to open up a tenderloin shop. Mm. That could be fun. No. Yeah, that'd be a lot of work, it sounds like. I think I'd just rather have eat them. I don't want to make them. Yeah. I'm lazy that way. <laughs> but when it comes to cooking, man, comes to cooking. We're talking kind of some lazy cooking today, but this is the recipe today, y'all, is perfect for summertime. It doesn't involve... Yeah, you got to fire up the skillet a little bit, maybe, if you want to, but not really, you know. 
and you don't have to cook hit the heat the oven up and all that you just get out your crock pot because today it is chicken tortilla soup made in a crock pot and this came from sugar the moderator of of our uh, cooking in the dark list so hey cheryl this uh little boy was talking to his grandma and they were discussing the bible and he had just come from sunday school which he doesn't like to go to you know i don't like complaining and they were talking about Jonah. And he says, Grandma, I just don't understand how Jonah could survive three days in the belly of a fish. How'd he do that? So Grandma says, well, when I get to heaven, and the little boy smirked at her and said, well, what if he's not in heaven? And she goes, well, then you can ask him. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. All right, y'all. So hang on, man. We're doing chicken tortilla soup in the crock pot on Cooking in the Dark. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Now here's more of the show with Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. All right, man. Are y'all ready? Chicken tortilla soup in the crock pot. This is an easy recipe. It's so good. And you know what else I love about it, Cheryl? Tell me. Is that you can use some leftovers. True. You can use, if you have some leftover veggies, you have whatever, you know. There are a couple changes I'd make in it, but uh, after I made it the first time, but, you know, we'll talk about those. So without further ado the beautiful Cheryl Cummings to turn some letters over like Vanna White and read us the recipe. So <laughs> this is, this is interesting because it's a long list of ingredients, but I think, um, you know, it sort of follows what we usually talk about that you should take out your ingredients and have them in front of you. Um, because once you've got these, you I mean, you're basically just putting it in the crock pot. So it's not as complicated as it, as it sounds anyway. Yeah. 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 And, and what I did, I kind of just put them in a bowl. Okay, you that know, makes sense. I yeah. just kind of, you know, I just kind of combined. I, I had a couple bowls. And I just kind of combined them into the bowls and then dumped those in, and away we went. So, right. yeah, pretty simple. I mean, if you're on the uh, cooking in the dark list, you would have gotten this recipe already. This is where it came from. Oh. So great, easy recipe too, man. It, it was pretty daggum good. Mm-mm-mm. All right, so here we go. We need three cups of chicken broth. It could be homemade or frozen or just you know bought in the store. One and a half cups of cooked chicken. And again, you know, if you've got leftover chicken in your refrigerator, this is an excellent way to use it. Yeah, or some KFC or Popeyes that you didn't eat all of, peel it off. and mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You need half an onion, one cup of frozen corn, two green onions, one 28 can of tomatoes and juice, one cup chopped up vegetables, you can use roasted vegetables, you can use carrots, you can use celery, whatever you really like. You need four cloves of garlic minced, a quarter teaspoon of crushed red pepper flakes, half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. Yeah, caliente. <laughs> one teaspoon of cumin, and then salt to taste. That's it. That's it, y'all. So one thing I found after this, after I made this the first time, if I were doing this recipe again, I would substitute three cans of Rotel tomatoes for the one 28-ounce can of crushed um, tomatoes. And to why? me, this uh, I just uh, to me I like I like a little bite, a little spice, 
You know, I kind of want my nose to run a little bit when I eat tortilla soup. Mm -hmm. You know, um, for some of y'all that maybe don't want it that, if you want it spicier, use hot Rotel instead of original. Right. Or maybe use one, add one can of Rotel and a smaller can of tomatoes or just add another can of Rotel. It's soup, man. You know, you know the old adage of soup. Somebody else comes over for dinner, you add another cup of water to the pot. (laughs) I mean, I I think I used a 32-ounce thing of of, – a 32 ounce box of, of the uh, broth instead of, you know, instead of the three cups, which is 24 ounces. So it's soup, man. But, um, yeah, those are the basic ingredients, a lot of leftovers in it, you know, easy to do. And like Cheryl said, just throw it in the pot, plug it in, turn it on low and go with it. Oh, wait, I'll let her read you the directions. As you put it, you can assemble this tonight before you can certainly then just put it all in the crock pot. You're going to cook, cook this on low for eight to ten hours or you can cook it on high for six to seven hours that's it that's all you need that's all there is to it man and before serving you want to throw some garnish like i served mine with sour cream i took some flour tortillas Mm -hmm. about six or seven of them i spritzed each one of them with vegetable spray, and then I cut them into strips, probably oh, three quarters of an inch wide, and threw them in the air fryer at, at 325 for about seven or eight minutes and made my own tortilla strips to go with my chicken tortilla soup, man. Oh, nice. And then you did you just, like, sprinkle that on top of the soup? Yeah, I just broke them on top, and I used some as a dipper, like a cracker, you know? And, mm-hmm. and some of them I just munched on anyway because I love those because – if you've ever made those, if you've ever made chips out of tortillas, y'all, I mean, out of fresh, you know, flour tortillas, right. oh, they're so good. They're crunchy on the outside and chewy in the middle. They're delicious. Right, right. Man, they'll make you slap your mama. They're so good. So anyway, <laughs> all right, without further ado, let's get to this. Here we go. So tortilla soup, man, pretty good. In a crock pot, pretty better, right? This is a good and better recipe right here. I mean, crock pot cooking is so easy. So first thing I'm going to do, I need to get my chicken cooked. It's a good idea whenever you do get the skillet fired up here. So I've got um, three chicken breasts. I'm excuse me, chicken thighs I'm using. These are boneless, skinless thighs. I'm just going to lay them into our skillet. One thing, I like using thighs a lot, y'all, because, you know, thighs are dark meat. A little more flavor, a little more grease if you want a little more fat it's kind of interesting about the chicken and the turkey that the white meat the breast and such like in a duck there is no white meat in a duck all right got our thighs laid out here i've got these on medium heat a little bit i put just about a round of of olive oil in the skillet here before we got started a round just means that you just take and It's about a, maybe, not even, maybe half a tablespoon, just a little bit of oil in the bottom. It's a nonstick skillet, so, but I just wanted to put a little bit in there just to help, help it fry, cook a little bit up. But whenever you're doing recipes with meat in a crock pot, it's a good idea to go ahead and cook that meat through. Now, fish, seafood, shrimp, things like that, doesn't take very long to cook those. But if you're using poultry, put my bag of chicky back down there we buy those frozen bags of chicken thighs and whenever i we uh thaw them out a little bit let them go so they'll cook a little bit faster than if you start off with them being frozen 
but using you know meat and such pork chicken beef you know in a crock pot it's a good idea to at least brown them or cook them a little bit through uh beef's probably a little more forgiving than pork or chicken you know poultry turkey whatever but you basically make sure you get it get it get it cooked through so while that's going let me turn my attention to getting the rest of our veggies prepped here i'm going to get our adjusted slice mandolin out Get him set up here. Got a cutting board. There's my green onions. Thank you very much. So basically this recipe, you just get everything kind of prepped, throw it all in the crock pot at one time, and hang on, right? I mean, uh, couldn't be any easier than that. And what's nice about this recipe, it's one that you can prep the night before. So if you want to make this, put this together in the evening, it's ready to go because it does call for, um, let me see how thick, I mean, yeah, about there. I don't want these onions too thick. I'm going to slice them instead of dice them for the one reason that by getting the bigger slices, you know, Candace is not that much of an onion fan. So if she needs to, she can kind of pick them out. If somebody's not a big onion fan. Now, I, of course, I had a friend whose wife, I mean, he wasn't an onion fan either. But his wife would um, grate the onion. So it was in there for flavor, but because he couldn't see it, he didn't know it was there. <laughs> pretty sneaky, pretty tricky, and pretty easy to do. Before I slice this, let me get my knife sharpener here. I'm going to make just a couple passes with my knife to make sure this blade is nice and sharp before I go to cut this onion up. What I'm going to do is just, I want to slice this onion a little bit off the end so I can pull off some of this dead skin. You know, the outer layers, I call it skin. It's just the outer layers of the onion here. Make it a little bit cleaner when we go to slice on our mandolin. Pull some of that loose. I can hear our chicken cooking away over there. Nice little rumble, a nice little roll frying up. And these thighs, they're boneless and skinless, y'all. So I laid them out. I didn't leave them all clumped up. I just opened them up, you know, where they're kind of butterflied out. So that will allow them to, to cook through a little bit faster because they're not that thick. So, okay, on our mandolin, I'm just going to make one pass. Two, three. Says about half an onion, so there we go. That's about half an onion, give or take. We'll give because giving is godly, right? Giving is good. <laughs> All right, so there's our onion. I'm going to put him off to the side. Let me get him out of the way. We'll come back to him in a minute. Get all this slicing done. We're going to do some carrots also. As I say, I'm going to get the onion out of the way. I'm just sitting there picking off some of the the outer layers, the extra dead skin, okay? I'm going to grab a paper plate just to put these on temporarily. If you have a bowl or something you want to use, you can toss them in there, another plate, whatever. I go through a lot of paper plates, y'all, doing this. Set them up there. Let's get my carrots out. Now, this calls for about a cup of carrots. So I'm going to take about one, two, 
These are some skinny carrots. These are my Bugs Bunny would not like these carrots, y'all. <laughs> What's up, Doc? <laughs> Wash them off here. And the ends of them, the root end there, I'm just going to chop that off. The head end where the still have a little greenery up there, I'm going to whack that off. Same here. Yeah, these are these are like long witch's fingers, man. <laughs> long and long and skinny. They're probably about gosh, ten inches long, and maybe at the the top of them, the head end, maybe a three quarters of an inch in diameter. Not uh, not a whole lot to them here. All right. Get this mandolin out of the way. Get our cutting board going. I'm going to go ahead and dice up. Not really dice up. I could use the uh, onion, you know, and veggie dicer, but for this small job, I'm just going to use my knife, which is razor sharp now after going through the sharpener. Lay these carrots up here together. So when I slice one, I slice them all. And, and I'm going to shoot for about a quarter inch thick, y'all. But I'm not, like, by any means going to stick to that. It doesn't really matter. So what I'm doing is after I cut through, I'm moving my finger from the cut down the carrot about a, what I'm guessing is about a quarter of an inch. And I'm keeping my fingers straight up and down on the carrot, and I'm using that as a guide for my knife. Then as I start to cut through the carrots, I just move my finger back a little bit. But I'm cutting right through these pretty nicely. Man, y'all, it is so nice to have a sharp knife. Now we're getting to the small end, so I'm just cutting them. With this knife, I'm just putting the knife on the carrot and just with a little bit of pressure, slicing right through it. Oh, yeah, these carrots are going to be perfect. You know, I think I'm going to add one more to them here. Um, you know, a sharp knife, you've got a less of a chance of cutting yourself with a sharp knife than with a dull knife. Just because of a dull knife will skip or slide, slip. Skip or slip, skipping and slipping down the road. All right, there's our carrots. Now here's my green onions. So it called for a couple green onions. So let me get these dudes cut down. So green onions or chives, you know. That's where chives come from, the green, the flute part of the green onion. Our neighbor Olga, she took her green onions, and after she used them, she took the, the root part, the white part, the root part, and actually rooted them in dirt and started growing them. So now, green onions, we just go to Olga's house and get them whenever we need a couple. If I don't have any on hand or don't forget to order them from the grocery store. Like, man, that's so cool.
All right, we've got our carrots cut up. We've got our onion sliced. So let me get let me get that onion. Let's go over here and check our uh, chicken. And in fact, I'm going to flip the chicken over. Get a fork. I'm just going to jab them in one end with my fork and flip them. Kind of raise them and just flip them. If we cook them, I, I want, I'm hoping to cook them all the way through. But if we don't, that's cool. Um, come on, flip over. There we go. So what I'm doing is as I'm I'm lifting up, because the top part of the, the chicken thigh is not cooked, it's a little cooler to touch. So I'm lifting up and kind of pressing, lifting up with one side, you know, the side that I've jabbed in at the end. And as I'm raising it up, I'm also kind of pushing with my other hand, the finger down towards the, the middle to the bottom third of the, of the chicken thigh to get it to flip over. Okay, one more. Let me stabbing. Kind of just feel with your fork to the end of it. Okay, there it is. Kind of stab it in. Now as you lift up, you kind of slide back and just let it fall over. Cool. All right. We are cooking with gas right here, y'all. Cooking with gas. So we'll let them... Uh... Let them come to back together here. All right, so let's turn our attention now to putting everything together. Good deal. Take the lid off our crock pot. First thing we're going to add in is our uh, broth. Now, it calls for three cups of chicken broth. I'm going to use four cups for the reason being that my container is 32 ounces instead of 24 ounces. You know, a cup is eight ounces. So a little more liquid won't hurt it. It'll just make it a little more soupy. You know, kind of like what happens when somebody unexpected comes over for dinner? You add another cup of water to the soup. <laughs> All right, so we're going to add in our chicken and our veggies now. Drop those in. Very good. I need to add a 28-ounce can of diced tomatoes. I actually bought crushed tomatoes. our can opener here. I'm not going to drain them. We're going to put all the liquid in. Okay. And they go. And when you get your tomatoes, man, you can check them out. I mean, um, I would not be opposed to somebody putting Rotel tomatoes in. You know, if you wanted to use three 10-ounce cans of Rotel tomatoes, I think that'd be excellent, too. Give it a little more bang. Okay, our garlic. I'm going to sprinkle that in on top here. Well, our crock pot's filling up fast. We're using a three-and-a-half-quart crock pot. Remember, when you use crock pots, you want to make sure that whatever you're cooking is at least half full. So if you're using a six-quart, you want to make sure that you're using, you're filling that dude up at least halfway just for better wear and tear on your 
on your crock pot. All right, so here's our corn. Oh, there's a piece of chicken hanging out that we missed. We need to add a cup of our frozen corn here. Let me get this bag open. I just use my knife, y'all, to open the bag. Get my half cup measuring cup out. I'm using the half cup because it'll go in, it'll fit in easier into this bag of frozen corn. Now listen, if your ingredients are frozen, you know, if you if your chicken is frozen, whatever, that'll work. If you're putting the chicken in raw, I mean, it'll work. You just want to make sure that chicken is done, cooked up. So they, they call for what, low for six to ten hours. So I would say go more to the ten-hour side if you're using frozen raw chicken. If your chicken's already been cooked and it's frozen, you know, I mean, the six-hour mark will be perfect. Okay. And we need to add a little... These are our carrots. Some spices. It calls for red pepper flakes and red pepper. I'm not using red pepper, y'all. I am a white pepper person. White pepper uses a little bit less, in my opinion, and it's a little spicier. So that's why I kind of prefer white pepper. So there's a about a half of a teaspoon of white pepper. teaspoon of ground cumin. Drop that in here. We're good to go. Listen, we're going to take a little break. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark in a second. Don't go anywhere.
Now, more of the show with your host, Dale Campbell and Cheryl Cummings. Okay, y'all. We've got our chicken here. I've kind of let it cool off, so we didn't come right back. You know, it's only a few minutes for you. It was quite a few minutes for us. So with our chicken thighs here, I'm just kind of slicing them in strips. Again, um, I think it, the recipe there says to cube them, but I'm cutting them into long strips. And then these strips I'm going to cut down into maybe halves or thirds. When I say strips, I'm just cutting across the chicken thigh. All right, y'all. We've had our tortilla soup in the crock pot on low for just about eight hours. A little over, little over eight hours, actually. So we're good. But I want to do something here real quick. We've got the air fryer ready to rock. Let me uh, get him warmed up. We're going to make some tortilla strips to go with with our tortilla soup. So I'm getting the air fryer preheated to about 325. And we're going to do something else with tortillas too here in a minute. But let me get these ready to go. We're going to need a little vegetable spray. So what I'm going to do, I've got, these are flour tortillas. These are like the seven inch, I guess, six inch, something like that. Not the great big dudes. I'm just hitting each one. There's one. Here's number two. Just hitting them with a little bit of vegetable spray. So then after I spray them, the next one that I'm getting ready to spray, I just set on top of the one I just sprayed. Spray the next one. One more. And one more. Uh, Uno Moss. Okay. So I've got about seven or eight of them here sprayed. Let me find my sharp knife. (laughs) Boy, that we sharpened up. Woohoo! Okay. So I'm going to slice these about an inch, inch and a half thick, maybe about an inch thick or so. What I'm using, I'm kind of using the the thickness of the knife blade. So what I'm doing, I'm putting the back of the knife against the edge of the cut that I just made. Then I'm standing it up. So then the sharp side is down and I just slice down through the tortillas. Same thing. I'm just lining up the back of the knife blade with the edge of the tortillas that I just cut. I've got them all stacked up here like a big old stack of pancakes. All right. So now we've got a bunch of tortilla strips here and just toss them in our air fryer basket. Kind of separate them out so that they're all, as I'm separating, I'm just tossing them in haphazardly here, there, and everywhere so that they will kind of lay. Then as they fry or bake or however you want to call it here, they will be uh, some different shapes for sure. Set timer five minutes. We're gonna let them go about five minutes, then we'll shake them around a little bit. All right, now I'm gonna get some cheddar cheese out. I've got a couple more tortillas left over. 
Here's a cool little idea. These make great snacks, too, what we're fixing to do. Get my cheese slicer. I mean, not slicer, cheese grater. I'm just going to use the little handheld one for this endeavor. And uh, I want to get about a half, ooh, maybe a half a cup of grated cheese here. We're using sharp cheddar. I know Brother Tim, the magic man, saying jalapeno cheddar, jalapeno cheddar, man. So let's grate this down. All right. This grated down. Okay. There's our pile of cheese. So I'm going to take two tortillas. First, let me... Heat them. I'm going to nuke them here in the microwave for about uh, 10 seconds or so. We'll put 11 on the timer just to make them a little bit softer so they're a little more pliable. You know, I keep them in the refrigerator. I mean, flour tortillas will keep quite a while in the fridge. I like to make sandwiches out of them. They're a little ham, a little cheese, sandwich meat, a little lettuce in the middle, put a little mustard, mayo, whatever on it. And then roll them up. So what I'm going to do is take some of this cheese and just spread it around kind of lightly. And we can do this one of two ways. I like doing it this way to where I've got them. I've got the tortilla open. So it's open like a big pizza. Well, a little pizza, I guess. <laughs> big pizza wouldn't fit in their microwave, right? It'd fit in the Black & Decker toaster oven, though. You can get a 12-inch pizza in that, dude. You can get two of them in there. Do two pizzas at once. Start your own pizza parlor. And I like those Tortino pizzas. Tortino. I like the, the sauce. The taste of the sauce, I guess, is why I like those better than a lot of them. Okay. So on the second tortilla, I'm doing the same thing. I'm just kind of sprinkling the cheese on. It doesn't matter if you get it. You want to get it kind of covered. So once you get it on there, lay it in the microwave, I just kind of check it here to make sure that it's spread out pretty evenly. And if it's not 100% even, you'll see here in a second, it'll be all right. But these go great with these tortilla soup. I call these cheese logs, cheese roll-ups. And uh, they, they work out pretty well. All right. Now we're just going to microwave this for about 20 seconds. Okay, so our cheese is pretty well melted. Our tortilla is a little softer. So now all I'm doing is just rolling them up. Ta-da. There's one. Let me start there. Just flip it over and just start rolling it. Not real tight. Just kind of loosey-goosey. Just enough. Now these will sit, and as the they kind of cool, the cheese will kind of harden a little bit, set up. That's perfect timing. Let me uh, 
pull our basket out here. Just kind of rearrange the tortillas. Just using a spatula and just kind of flipping them around in there. We'll let them go about another five minutes and we will have tortillas. Excelente. All right, so we're going to set our timer for five minutes. Let these go for about another five minutes. Now, for a topper on the tortilla soup, you can put a little grated cheese on there. You can use some Parmesan cheese, some cilantro. I've got a little sour cream here. Get the sour cream out, get it ready to go. We're just going to scoop that out, put it in a bowl, put a little sour cream on top for me, a little grated cheese, and man, it will be good to go. I'm going to grate a little more cheese, so I'll have some to put on top. If you have some green onions you want to slice, put a little some chives on top, some cilantro to put on top, like I said. Boy, now with spring coming, y'all, it is a good time to get yourself a little garden growing, a little herb garden, you know, some little green onions, a little cilantro, maybe some garlic. And garlic, y'all, when it grows, it's got some really pretty purple flowers that'll pop out on the big long strands there. Little mint. Just FYI, you know, garlic is good if you have flowers or roses in your, your flower beds. They'll kind of keep some of the pests away. Mint, that's been told, can will help kind of keep fire ants away. I don't know about that, but we'll, you know, here in, ooh, down here in the south, man. Fire ants, if you've been around them, you know them. They hurt like blazes when they bite you, and those little critters, once they get a hold of you, they do not let go. Man, they're, they're bad. They're kind of like the devil. Once the devil gets in your head, man, he will fill your head with lies and all kinds of crazy thoughts, so you got to get him out of there and Get to the Lord. Get to Jesus. Because Jesus will not tell you any lies, man. He is truthful, honest, and straight up. You know, I've been reading Isaiah, the book of Isaiah. It's like 60-some chapters. It's a big old book. But, man, it is full of so much prophecy. You know, some of the stuff was written 700 years ago. Or 700 B.C., excuse me. And there's a lot of prophecy in there talking about Christ. And Anyway, but, uh, man, get yourself right with the Lord, y'all. So our tortillas are about done. We're looking good there. Oh, I just heard them click. They're getting closer, getting closer. So what we're going to do with our cheese tortillas that we just rolled up, when our regular tortillas come out, we're going to take them and slip them in into the air fryer and just let them go about 40 seconds, 45 seconds. It won't take much. will not take long. To just kind of crisp up, toast up the outside, be like a little tostada. That'll be awesome. A little tostada action, right? Cheese filled. I mean, you could slice a little jalapeno, put that in there. If you have a little hot sauce, maybe just put a little hot sauce on there before you roll them up. Not a whole lot. 
just a little bit. You don't want to make it too nasty, you know, where it all squishes out and everything. But those little roll-ups are great. I mean, I even know people that make them like that. And these are thin. These are about the size of a piquette. I mean, they're maybe, you know, if you all know what a big, like a husky pencil, that big round, pit, yeah, it's about a finger, about the thickness of a finger, small finger, maybe a pinky on a man, a four-finger ring finger on a cute lady. All right. Let's see what we got here. Oh, yeah, I think our tortillas are looking good. Let me get a plate and we'll dump them on it. And we'll put our little cheese tortillas in. going to lay these little cheese tortillas, a little wraps in there. Let that go for a couple minutes. Scoop out some soup. And we're going to be ready to rock right here. So while I'm getting this all prepared, let me find my ladle. she blows, ladle out some of this soup, tortilla soup in the crock pot. You know what's so nice about this? I mean, if you make it the night before, prepare it before you go to bed. When you get up in the morning and leave, you can just drop it in the crock pot, drop it on low, and then when you get home, you're going to have a delicious meal just waiting to go. Mm -mm -mm. That stuff smells divine. Hmm. Yeah, I think next time I'm going to add Rotel tomatoes to it instead of the regular tomatoes. That's just me. Put a little cheese on top. Let that start melting down. Excellent. All right, y'all. We'll be right back on Cooking in the Dark. We'll get the show summed up and get it on the way. So y'all try this out. Make it tortilla soup, chicken tortilla soup. Hey, this recipe came off the Cooking in the Dark list. All right, y'all, we'll be right back, cooking in the dark. Now with more of the show. Here's Cheryl Cummings and Dale Campbell. All righty. Welcome back to Cooking in the Dark. Cool. Man, this is, uh, we're, we're ready. We're done. Let this thing go. So come back tomorrow and we'll eat. <laughs> 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 yeah, the audience hates when we do uh, crockpot shows because they don't get nothing to eat. They get, you know, a bag of chips or something. You know, here you go. You're out the door. Have, have a good day. Thanks yeah. for coming. <laughs> but, you know, something else you might want to do, make some rice. Serve this over some rice. That's good stuff, too. Or just eat it as it is. With mm -mm -mm. So, hey, why don't you read that recipe one more time, Cheryl? And uh, we'll meditate on this and make it cook fast and we'll be out. <laughs> 
All right, here we go. Three cups of chicken broth, homemade or, or prepared. One and a half cups of cooked chicken. Half an onion. Uh, one cup frozen uh, corn. Two green onions. One twenty-eight ounce of tomatoes in juice. One cup chopped up vegetables. Four cloves of garlic. A quarter teaspoon of crushed red pepper flakes. Half a teaspoon of cayenne pepper. One teaspoon cumin. And then salt to taste. Take all that. You know, the chicken, I use chicken thighs. Cook them in the skillet with a little bit of water with the lid on. Boom, boom, they came out good. And, um, I mean, that's one thing, too, with, with those. I mean, you want to check the internal temperature, 165 degrees, to make sure they're done. So, hey, Cheryl, we're out. Have a blessed day, everybody. For all of us at Cooking in the Dark, Cheryl, Tim, and Dale, AMF. Cooking in the Dark is a presentation of Blind Mice Mega Mall at www.blindmicemegamall.com. Cooking in the Dark was produced by THC Productions. Again.